Episode number what, Joe? 54. 54. And I wish I could think of a significant number. Usually I can. I'm not sure. Uh, who's number 54, Spike? There's got to be somebody of su- su- substance. Oh, that's not a popular number. No. I don't, I, you know, I'm thinking about the, all the great 54s, and I can't think of any off the top of my head. It's, a, it's an oddball number for sure. What mm. Bobby Wagner is what? Good question. I know, I'm looking it up real quick. Thank you, almighty internet. 54, Bobby oh, Wagner. Oh, there we go. Let's edit right. that out so we don't look like idiots, right. Bob. So who is Bobby <laughs> Wagner for me, the idiot? Bobby well, thanks Wagner? for taking, taking one for the team, Bob. That was sweet of you. My pleasure. He is the Russell Wilson of the Seahawks defense. Bobby Wagner is the single greatest tackler in the NFL. I oh, okay. I've seen, his, I've seen his jersey. Yeah. I still watch, although maybe not this year. I hope, but it's uh, you know it's looking tough. We got to get baseball going first, yeah. I guess. But uh, maybe baseball would get more attention if they uh, stopped letting the Confederate flag fly at the game. <laughs> what baseball ought to do is what baseball ought to do is give away a million free tickets to every game and see how many people show up. Oh, right, yes, that's a great idea. <laughs> A month, a, a month you ago, about eight seconds. Good job, Spike. You started you, it. Come on, I didn't Your start Confederate that. flag. I, I totally did. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Even, even uh, I was going to say a month ago, but really, even two weeks ago, I could care less about NASCAR. I tried to watch because it was the only sport that came back, and still really didn't get me. But now I find a reason to watch. I mm. mean, NASCAR has become a, uh, a pretty high drama stuff, and I'm guessing the, the as much as the people say, I'm never watching NASCAR again. Give me back my rebel flag. I'm guessing it's going to be more popular than ever. Because people like me are suddenly have somebody to root for out there. Oh, interesting. So, in other words, they'll get new people, but you don't think they'll lose anybody either. Well, they're going to lose quite a few people, Bob. Did you, you heard the latest uh, horrific story of NASCAR that uh, broke today, right? Well, um, I I heard that uh, someone misplaced the rope that Jeffrey Epstein used. Ouch. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. We're mixing our metaphors, but you are up to speed on, on, on current yeah, events. That's good. Yeah, yeah. No, of course I did. And I and yeah. I think it's a um I think it's actually one of the nicest things I've seen that people are um are rallying around this. Yeah. The, I think the, the other drivers and teams the show of support today. Yeah. And Unbelievable. I and I think it helps the conservative crowd that the african-american dude is named bubba i think they're comfortable with that name 
I think yeah, a lot it, of them didn't realize he was black until today. Yeah. Well, if you heard him talk and did not see him, you, you would not think, you know, you would think, oh, he's just another guy from Are, are you saying that black people talk a certain way, Joe? Well, I'm saying that some would, especially <laughs> named do. Bubba. By, my fa- gonna- by the way, I've decided my favorite thing of all time from being on the radio with you for 25 plus years is when <laughs> you don't that? answer a direct question. It's well, my favorite if, thing. If, if you're going to stereotype, yes, there are some people, and there yeah. are some people, just like I can turn on the so- Southern and, and turn it off a little. Can you turn uh, off the Southern? Some- uh, why don't you ask for a hot dog as a French Canadian? I'm listening. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying I can do accents. I'm saying I can sound a little smarter when i need to if i'm in a so you're I'm saying a, southern people sound dumb <laughs> no southern people only sound dumb when it benefits them if, if, if you want to be hmm. the the slow talking easy going not get in anybody's way guy you can do that but then if yeah. you want to step it up a little and you know you can do that too not everybody of course but right. but uh, i so think you were a, stringing us along for those 25 years just for the money no, I've I've always had a lot of a southern accent. I'm just saying, and really, when it comes out is, I yesterday was Father's Day, so I talked to my dad. So I'm. It's hard to uh, turn it off after having a long conversation with my oh, dad. Right, he because, sounds, yeah, and I saw the picture of you two together. That is so cool. He's as southern as it comes. Now, so, did you, you wear know, a mask with your dad? I didn't. I haven't seen my dad. I just talked to him. Oh, the oh, pictures, okay. unfortunately, were from uh, oh, that file by old picture. Okay, that file footage. And, yeah. And this so is Joe, tough. Joe in the American Indian dress was an older photo. People don't get your <laughs> yeah. get your hackles up. Okay. Yeah. Well, this this is tough because my dad's in a in a uh, uh, retirement center, you know, and I feel you know I'm I'm willing to take my chances around here. The uh, the local pub is open. Our favorite breakfast place just reopened two days ago uh you know there's wait a minute wait a minute did i just hear you say i'm willing to take my chances around here around my neighborhood to go out to eat with my dad on like father's day right he isn't he is not he he is oh you would have gone out and eaten with him he would not Right. right, and that's what I was saying. It's like, you know, I could make us a sandwich on the deck. We could go to the uh, the mustard seed up the street. That's where we yeah, spent Joe, probably the Joe, last four Joe, Father's Days. Hello. Why would you do that? Uh, to see my father? Okay, yeah. but but it might kill him. Or it might not. Well, there, there's... Say, they're safe. <laughs> you are reminding me of a there, certain there presidential candidate. You're not the surprise Democratic well, nominee. No, not at all. Come on. <laughs> I, I, well, there, there are safe ways. There are safe ways to interact with people who are at higher risk. Mm. My, my mother-in-law has seen her nieces down in Albuquerque uh-huh. once once a week, but they literally have the uh, they call it the, you know the quarantine cafe. They get out in their carport. And they put a table in yes. the middle. So, okay. and the kids come up and, and they you know they'll they'll serve but, themselves yeah, and fall back in right. their chairs. But we're all over the road here. That. That's not what Joe's talking about. So here's the thing. And by the way, this is just pointing to why there's no leadership. There's no there's no one giving you the straight scoop. So everybody's sort of making up their own. But being indoors is the least safe thing at this point. Anywhere where the air, like they're, they're discovering because they didn't have a huge surge around the protests a couple of weeks back. They're discovering that outdoor fresh air is pretty forgiving and wearing a mask makes it even better. But 
sad to report this week, and I'm sure you, you know about this because it was on Facebook, that a dear friend of the show just got COVID-19, and I spoke to him for an hour today. He, is, he has pretty fairly severe symptoms, but nothing life-threatening yet. And I wanted to hear his whole story of how he got it. And Joe, it sounds pretty much like you're willing to be that not careful. So I'm concerned, only as a friend, not you know telling you what to do or anything. Because this is America, just pointing that out. I know. Sometimes we need a, a reminder. I yeah. won't say that much. But part of well, American freedom is the freedom to mess yourself up. The freedom to eat bad food, to die young of heart disease, and 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 you know it is part of what this country is about. We don't want a totalitarian government shutting us everything down and locking us in our house. We've proven that. But. Uh, any, do you want to hear how Chuck, so Chuck Opperman, our pilot oh, friend. I, was, I wasn't sure if we were going to name him or not. That was sweet of you. Well, it's on Facebook. I mean, it's. Uh, oh, well, yeah. well, it doesn't mean everybody knows. Well, but I think he's okay with it. In fact, I know he is because I told him I was going to tell the story. Yeah, and I know okay. the first thing he did wrong was live in Florida. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's <laughs> well, right. So I feel pretty good about taking my chances around here. I'm going to dentist well, to get some laughing gas. Then I'm going to go to the mustard seed. Actually, literally in the last hour, I am now a citizen. I just got my hair cut. And boy, I'll tell you about that, but I want to hear about something else I won't do. Okay. But that's okay. Um, So so Chuck does live in Florida. Don't hold that against him. Everyone I know who lives in Florida, very similar to the people I know who voted for Trump. Not their first choice. But he and his son and his girlfriend Shirley if i understand, if i remember the story correctly went out to eat a couple times about a week ago and uh you know they they wanted to be careful so they wore masks they brought hand sanitizer they sat in socially distanced tables inside of a restaurant and they thought that they were doing a good job They did, however, note that not everybody in Florida or in those restaurants cared. And um, a good portion of the people did not wear masks. And um, one of the restaurants they went to was Hooters, which is why I thought of you, Joe. Um, Is there even a Hooters left in Washington or did they all go out of business? I there thought there might, was one more, but I don't, I'm not sure if it's even there anymore. Down we haven't been there forever. Might, might be one by Fort, uh, down by the fort in Tacoma, yeah. Uh, yeah. Joint yeah. Base, Lakewood. Lakewood. Yeah, near a military base. That makes sense. Anyway, right. so uh, in Florida, you know, it's, uh, it's the state restaurant, I think. But <laughs> a few days later, he feels really wiped out. He has a fever. And he says, huh, I wonder if I have it. He actually posted that on Facebook. I'm having COVID-like symptoms. Probably should go get tested. So he went and got tested, and sure enough. And now his temperature is 105. You're kidding me. No, I'm, not, I'm sorry, 105, sorry. 101. 101. 
point five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I got your attention. <laughs> difference, you think? Well, that's where do I send flowers to one hundred and five? Now the, there is one way for sure he could have avoided getting the virus, and that's if Florida would just stop testing. Oh Jesus! I'm sorry. And he sorry, can avoid sorry. being a, he can avoid being a statistic for sure. Yes. But. So anyway, uh, at one hundred one point five, which is high enough to be very unpleasant. Mm-hmm. He also has, and my my brother Michael had this when he got it. He has one of those. Uh, he calls it blood ox, but blood oxygen uh, measuring things. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with those, Joe? Not particularly. Does Kelly have? Uh, Kelly must have this stuff ready to break it out if you need it. Is it a pulse ox you're talking about, Bob? Uh, maybe that's what it is, and it tells yeah. you what your blood oxygen level is. Yes. Okay, you know what it is. Um, yep. And his has been declining. It hasn't got below 90 yet. And what they say is when it's 90 or below, go to the hospital. Yeah. They'll put you, they'll, they'll intubate you. And he had a, a reading of 90 once. It freaked him out, and he took it again, and then it was a little higher. But all he did is what just about everybody I know is doing made the mistake of doing it in Florida. Joe's right. Florida's going to lead the nation in not caring. But I don't know if I'd trust any place now. Just me personally. You feel good about it, Joe? Well, I I, I feel like, yes, uh, there's a little bit of risk involved in going out, but the places I go are places I've gone for years and that uh, have never been cleaner. I mean, every bit of little grunge that, that used to be kind of yeah. the charming part of these places. This reminds went, me of those PSAs for AIDS, Spike. Do you yeah. remember those PSAs for AIDS? She looks good. <laughs> well, she have looks you lost weight? Healthy. She doesn't look she, like she sleeps around. Since, since my dad couldn't go out, uh, my daughter and I went out to Vince's. This is another place they just reopened. In fact, yeah. it was their second day. And Vince's has been standing for probably over 50 years, maybe 60. And I will tell you that I've never seen such a clean place and the lady who served us not only had a mask but she had a shield like she was ready to go do some welding i mean i could (laughs) hardly understand even what she said she was so Uh so uh protected Mm. and i felt very safe in there Mm. now it's not to say i mean obviously the more you go out and the more you uh expose yourself your the more your chances of getting sick are but but, uh, you know, I think Florida and, and obviously Chuck, I'm praying for him and it's not his fault by any means. But Arizona is a close second. And our old intern, uh, Anna Martinez, I don't know if you remember her, but she got it in Arizona a couple weeks ago hmm. in Phoenix. And my mom is in Tucson where it's spreading like wildfire. And speaking of wildfire, so is the wildfire. Uh, Arizona is on fire oh, no kidding. and on, on fire with the uh with the stuff yeah. so uh, and, and i don't blame my dad a bit i mean he's obviously older than me and but it, it's uh i guess you just got i feel you kind of pick your spots you no, know it's no. at some point you got to put your toes in the water and speaking of that my pool reopened i'm gonna go <laughs> for gonna a swim go to tomorrow a you bet oh. yeah 
but I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it in my own lane, and you know I'm not gonna get in there and uh, and uh, and uh, you know play with a bunch of people or anything. So for, not, if you're in the pool and you pee in your own lane, do you feel that's safe for everybody else? Well, I don't think it would increase or decrease my chances of getting COVID, but I'm, you know, out of respect to the others. I you have your priorities do straight. That. I, do, I do agree, well, yes. And I will tell you, that is one place I'm really not uh, too uh, gung-ho to go, is public restrooms in general. Because right. then you are talking about a very small enclosed space. So right. my my deal is... Plus, you'd rather get it from some buffalo wings than from some feces. Oh, uh, yeah, because then you could at least yeah. get to eat. Yeah. Well, I'm not planning on getting it from anywhere, and, and maybe that's part of the, I don't know what Hooters is like, but I'm guessing maybe they're not wearing masks because part of it, the charm of Hooters is seeing the pretty faces and, and other stuff. But, I mean, it's, you know, I would like to know more about <laughs> what kind of protections were the restaurants that he was going to Can you imagine to going into Hooters and they're all wearing surgical gowns? Tied in the back, full yeah. of long, long, long you I'd know, actually masks, find that shields. more appealing. Uh, I'm guessing the Hooters cheaper trace. I want a discount. I'm guessing they don't wear the welding shields at Hooters. Is just my (laughs) guess. So, uh, but but I agree. It's it's you know it's it's uh, it's everybody's choice. What makes what are you comfortable with? And I'm happy to see you acting so Republican. Actually. Well, and I totally agree outdoors is the way to go. And I said that many podcasts ago. If yep. I were in business, I'd be opening some outdoor restaurants and, and outdoor everything. And that's where I tend to go is where I can sit on a patio uh, that's a good many, idea. many feet away from yep. anybody. That's good. And by the way, there's an old expression, I only criticize others for things I need to learn myself. Do you remember that one? Sure. You remember that spike? Of course. Well, it can, you know, came from they, they, a came from a friend of mine in a twelve-step group. Um, yep. So, as I poo-poo the idea that you're like my area is safer, this place looked really clean, like you could see a virus any more than you could see, you know, AIDS. Uh, and, and, but at the same time, I hypocritically am in Vermont, and in Vermont. Uh, we've had a total of 1,100 cases, but they're all up around Burlington, and uh, most of them are nursing homes. And so I'm not in a nursing home, and I'm not eating in one either. And in my town, zero cases. It's a small town. The town next to me is a bigger town that has a hospital. How many cases do they have? Zero. So one can be really complacent here if you want to be. It's just that in America, we only keep people out of the borders from outside of our states, not in between the states. In other words, there's nothing stopping someone from Tucson from visiting their uncle in my town, right? Oh, yeah. My mom's heading this way as soon as she can figure out how on Hmm. a plane or whatever. Now, will you hang out with your mom in the same room? Well, I'm not going to bring her all the way from Tucson to put her up in a motel across town. I mean, yeah. But would you sit in the same room well, with her without protection? Well, we're looking at the same thing, Joe, because my mother-in-law wants to come up here from Albuquerque. But do you then, I mean, here's the thing. You know, we want her to come up, but then do we quarantine her for 14 days when she gets here? Right. You know, do we, if we could get her tested as soon as she's here and be able to trust a test that says she's fine and we're, we're tested before she gets here. 
then we can feel safe about visiting. But until that point, how do you feel safe? Yeah, I mean, I my thinking is I would feel safe in the same room. I would still keep my, you know, six foot plus apart. I'm not going to uh, sit, sit on her lap or anything. And, and, and in, in the mask, I guess once you've confirmed, and I think Spike's got a good point here, you need to make sure uh, that you're dealing with people who are negative or at least were and have some certainty. You mean they were um, tested recently? Right, that were tested recently. I, I've been wearing a mask everywhere I go. If I go to a restaurant, which I can still count on one hand how many I've been to, but I will wear a mask, I will sit down, I will keep my mask on until the food Quick comes. Quick question as far as counting on one hand. If you go to the same restaurant, is it still covered by that same finger you counted it yeah, with the first well, time? Yeah, that's multiple <laughs> multiple trips. Sure. So a, this uh, is it, it, My pinky is the mustard seed. Got it. Well, I've done the mustard seed twice. I've done Dino's twice. I've done Vince's once, and I've done a uh, place on Mercer Island once. So, so that's, that's more than many, one hand. But, but of all those, um, all of them either had outdoor seating or nobody within 30 feet of mm. me. I mean, it's, you know, it's have your own space. Not. Anyway, I, I'm talking about this not really to bust your chops because, like I said, I'm going through the same feelings here that I could I have we have a social circle of so far three people maybe four that we have decided we're going to socialize with as if we're a family like say of five or six and um, not going to socialize with the general public in any way but even that's letting your guard down a little bit like our next door no. neighbors are in their mid to late 80s uh, 70s and they're very, you know, they're very careful, and they wanted us over for Father's Day Easter dinner. And so, Joe, I feel a little kindred uh, to you when I say I could smell that ham cooking, and we had dinner. Oh, so you did go over? And yes, of course we did. And you didn't die, at least not Well, yet. they looked I mean, clean to me, Joe. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> you invent glasses that and can I, spot this virus, yeah. and you will never never I, want for anything else. I guess when, here in Seattle, and I'm not saying it's safe by any means, and I think you really, you, you, I don't want to wish it on me or anybody, but we've got people that are basically living in the streets by the, hundreds and nobody's really getting the covet less than one percent they're getting tested they're not getting it mm. um the uh you know the uh it, it can happen to so you realize you're sounding just like georgia sounded two months ago because i want to go eat in restaurants and go swimming no, and no, get no, haircuts the people and were see saying my dad. we're not getting it here we're not the big city we're not new york we're not like well except that yeah. like joe said they're testing them here they know they're not getting it in georgia they're working on a level of ignorance of not and, knowing and there, but not caring why and there is no question and i may you, I, you may be the one i'm talking about in two weeks going i can't believe our friend joe has it he's got 101 you know you never know that's right um but but uh what you do know is at some point you've you've got to you've got to get back into somewhat a, of a groove or or not i guess you don't have to but um i've you know i've i've been uh pretty isolated but i've also 
I've I've worked at my school very 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 regularly, taking mm-hmm. all precautions, not being around anybody. I've gone out to eat a few times, taking all precautions, not being around anybody. And, and at some point, you just gotta get on with your life. Now, if it starts to go the other way, if it starts to get worse, and I, I base it on really, I have a, a, a pretty accurate barometer because my wife works at the local hospital. They were down to two cases, and now they're back to six, so that's not good. Um, and she's back got three six days cases, off. Six current cases? Six that need a, an actual ICU to be in. Oh, yeah, that's, six, six, yeah. six people that are in bad shape. They have them coming and going quite a bit more than that. Uh, mm. People who are, are diagnosed and then going home. It's not going away. Um, but she's got three days off, so if she goes back Thursday and they're up to a dozen cases, it's like, holy cow, obviously yeah. this o- opening up business is not a good thing. Now, over in Yakima in eastern Washington, it's really bad. It's as bad as anywhere in the West. It's the uh, the highest uh, uh, county in the West for infection, and uh, they are mandated now to wear masks. If you're in Yakima County, you must wear a mask. It's the law, so... Mm. Uh, so I feel uh, that at least our state is is keeping a pretty good eye on it. And I'm not just talking about the governor. I'm talking about. So, uh, some- yeah, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. So it's sounding like you're trusting your government to let you know when to be worried so you can let down your guard a little bit just to live a little is that fair is that a fair thing to say well except it's not my government it's the people behind all in wah it's the people that i personally know that are are working on different ways to keep us safe and to get ppe Mm -hmm. in and uh, actually uh the uh, the campaign to wear masks and all that are all are all local business people mostly uh, that are you know brainstorming this stuff so so when I see people way smarter than me start at least dipping their toes in a little bit then I, I feel a little better about it and I mean smarter as in uh, you know uh, a lot more education and a lot more knowledge on this stuff and uh, uh, you know a lot more of a vested interest but I don't know nobody knows um, uh, if it's going to be safe but i do know i've been teaching for uh like nine straight months and it's summer so i'm not going to sit around and uh, you know wrap myself in saran wrap i'm going to go out and at least uh, enjoy the fact that i'm uh, I, I have an hour way, to I'll, myself i want to uh i want to second the motion for being not like voting against you being wrapped in saran wrap I think that's a good yes. idea to avoid. Yeah, we did that once. Yes. I remember that radio bit. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I you, you do lose a few pounds when they wrap you in Saran wrap. Did I you? found that out. Oh yeah, mm. you, you sweat sweat pretty good. Okay. And that's another thing. I need to get to swimming, so I've put on a little weight during this whole time. So I'm ready. No. To yeah, I will. Put on I the COVID nineteen, Joe. Yes, yeah. at least. I was wondering if people were going to call it that. I think that's that's pretty accurate. It, at least nineteen, and uh, I need to spend less time at the restaurant and more time at the pool. To be honest with you, this summer, and I'm not going to go if it but gets crazy. But if you crazy. get in the pool, doesn't that make the pool capable of having less people in it? Well, uh, that's what I'm wondering because yeah. I haven't been there yet. It literally just reopened, but I'm guessing everybody gets their own lane. So and, may, I, uh, may I make a suggestion? Because my son did this in California. Go out and get one of those blow up plastic pools put it in your backyard and fill it with water and 
totally lays away like spring break every day. Oh, I know. That's good for cooling off. But yeah. what I need is some, some exercise. Plus, I pay so much for that pool. In fact, it's been so long I even checked my bill. I couldn't re I believe how much they're charging a month uh, now. So I've got to get some swimming in. You I pay mean, You pay to, to go there and um, you don't go often enough? I paid to not go there. Uh, yeah. I, last time I went there was in 2019, and I've been paying in the off season 100 a month, and in the high season like now 175 a month. Whoa! So really the next not. swim I take is going to be a thousand dollar swim, easy. I mean, it's a, you know, <laughs> it's so. I mean, I need to use it, but I look mm. at it as a property tax. I can walk to the pool. It's a wonderful. Sure community pool and if everybody stops paying then you know then it won't be there wouldn't have a pool absolutely right. ah. well let me let me pipe in here because you know our house is literally 30 yards away from the community pool mm. and we are paid members of the pool every summer and they just opened the pool today wow because uh, king county moved to phase two of our reopen safely plan whatever they call it stages uh -huh. um but with the restrictions for the summer on our pool are that there is no open swims. All the swimming is lanes, one person per lane, and they're reserved. You can have no more than six people in the pool at a time, mm. and they're they're reserved in hour increments. And that's the only access we have. The swim team is going to be going, but the swim team can only have five swimmers in the pool at any time. Yeah. So for kids on the swim team, they have to rotate kids through and have them come in five at a time. This is tough. It's it's it and it's it's brutal. And yeah. the reason they they figure there's if you're in the center of a lane, you're six feet away from the person next to you. Yeah, that's their and safe they dump extra guidelines. chlorine in because I was reading about that too. Supposedly, the pool, chlorine does work. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, the problem is the air. The problem is the airborne is what's dangerous. And when you're you know unless you're swimming through a mask, which means there'll be a lot more drownings this summer than last summer, <laughs> um, you're you're going to be blowing the the particles of this around, and they're not going to they're not going to respect your lane lines. Yeah, I mean th there's no use of the shower facilities. Yeah. There's no use of the bathroom you're facilities. Me, you're not going to get me anywhere near. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I, we're, we're we're not going to have Darby on swim team this year. It's awesome. I I, I, I first off I, I wasn't comfortable in even taking the chance to put her in that environment. You know, because we've we've been so careful for these almost four months now, yeah. and to blow it, you know, and it's it sucks because, and Joe Joe can tell you this too. Kids need this sense of normalcy, and they've had no yeah. normalcy in their lives, and it's 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 detrimental. Yeah. So you want to get back out and have a life, whether it's for to, to help the economy or to, to 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 hug your mom or dad or to, or to have your kid have a something of a normal social life, but you, it's just not worth the risk. Yeah. <sighs> We have it so tough. I know, in that was my. Yeah. I, well, I got some. You <laughs> I know, was that, trying to that, think that, of like a, a good tiny violin line, like a small no, world's smallest kazoo uh, or yeah, something. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not just that my kid doesn't get to lounge by the pool, my kid doesn't get to interact with her social yeah, circle. I understand. Yeah. You Except know? on Zoom. Well, that's. Yeah, but it's not the, it's not the same. Yeah, no, it isn't. Okay. Well, I, I mean, what I'm hearing is that it's the same for everybody all across America. We all want to relax our guard a bit because we feel it's a little safer, although in some states that's a complete miscalculation. And uh, we're all actually saying that we're willing to take the risk. 
which is not, I, by the way, I, I say this, you know me, I play devil's advocate, but I, I don't say it to criticize anybody for that because every single day, each of us takes a risk. When I hop in the car and get on the freeway, I don't quickly check the death stats recently for people on the highways and compare my state and say I have a .004 chance of dying in a car crash today. Although sometimes if I'm curious, I will check that. And if I do it while I'm driving, I'm, I'm looking at my phone. <laughs> that may be the day. That would be the day <laughs> that it happens, yes. So, uh, so to some extent, and, and this is a part of this that fascinates me, the numbers fascinate me. Um, because we have 120,000 souls lost. That's a lot of souls for you know if you were at a seahawks game that's that's two of them that's two of them yeah um if you were at 9 11 40 of them that's 40 of them well yeah. not quite 40. it's more than 40 i think well what, it was just uh, over just around three thousand. well it was five i'm right? counting the the uh oh, airplanes the, yeah. crashed in the day it was five or six thousand okay. the total from gotcha, 9 11 gotcha. but you're okay. right so it's 20 of them and and well, so every one one every day for three weeks it's just like day that. after day yeah. after day after day. After now, day after on the day. other hand, if you look at deaths caused by cigarette smoking, which is a perfect example of what Joe's talking about, which is the freedom to live your life the way you want to live, 400,000 die in a year. And if you look at, uh, this was a cumulative death toll that I read about from prescription opiates but i don't think it was all prescriptions i think it was an opiate death toll you gotta you really gotta double check all your stats these days so what i'm throwing out there is you know as i recall but do double check it uh, i believe i read about four hundred thousand people dead as a result of the opioid epidemic which is an epidemic that occurred and I, and I don't, uh, by the way, someone wrote a letter about false equivalency. I don't say it's the same. I don't say anything is the same as anything else, actually. That's, it's a tactic a lot of people try to use. I don't believe in it. But I do believe that apples and oranges are both fruit, right? Yeah. Going to argue with me? No, they're both <laughs> fruit. Well, <laughs> these days you could get an argument for anything online. Yes. And so what I'm saying is that, you know, you had a, a health crisis during the previous presidency where 400,000 people died and it never even really made the news until it was just about over. And here we have 120. And I know that this president thinks that that's a he saved hundreds of thousands of lives uh, for the sake of politeness. I will just say. Bullshit. <clears throat> but I but I don't believe uh, that. You know, I don't believe that different leadership would have saved all those people. Maybe some of them, maybe 10, 20, 40, who knows how many thousand. Because what I've been interested in exploring here tonight with you guys is that it's our Americanness, not a particular uh, political bent, that causes us to want to be free and causes us to want to make our own mistakes and have the freedom to make them. Would you? Would you guys entertain that? Agree with it? Disagree? Or or fudge it a little? What do you think? 
Well, I never want to make mistakes, but what I do do is gamble. I like to gamble. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm not a. That's a fine I'm, line, but uh, sure, I'll take gamble instead I, of mistakes. Yes, I mean sometimes I sometimes <laughs> Both of them I win. Involved some, not having the math quite right, but go ahead. Yes, sometimes <laughs> you win, sometimes you lose. Yeah. I don't go out there in in uh, looking to make mistakes sure. ever, but I, I'm also looking to. Uh, take calculated, measured risks in just mm. about everything I do, and right. sometimes right. it's paid off, and sometimes it has not. Mm. Uh, I've got to hit on eight, got, you don't hit on eighteen. But I, right, but again, yeah. I'm not judging you for that. What I'm saying is, is that part of our Americanness? Is that part? Is that something we all share as a free society? I think that's part of just being a human. I mean, where where do you judge American? Pedro's been American for a week, so does that make him that way? And was he not that way when he was in uh, Argentina? Well, I'd, ha- I'd have to ask him if, if that's a good question, by the way. I'd have to ask him. Um, so part of me feels like he and Luciano would be more careful than homegrown uh, Americans. And by the way, we're, I, I don't want to misuse the phrase, but we're organically grown Americans. And, um, you know, his heritage, and I know the word heritage has been misused a little bit in the last day or two, <laughs> but his heritage, it, you know, is where he was born. Um, so I, I guess what I'm saying is in China, they shut the whole thing down. They killed the virus quickly. And the death toll in China is somewhere, last I looked, it was like 8,000 for the entire 1.6 billion people. So, different culture, right? Definitely. People who are embrace, and I think you can even look at it regionally here in, in America. People, and we embraced uh, staying at home and being in quarantine quite well in our area. Now, for I'm not three weeks while it was fun, yes. Uh, for three um, months, yeah. but but yeah, and I don't want to call it By the way, another exactly thing Americans fun. do is exaggerate whenever they're trying to make a point. Well, from March 16th to June 16th, we didn't do much around here. Uh, yep. School ended on the 16th, and it finally ended on the 19th, and nobody stepped foot in our schoolhouse except for me every once in a while. So I would say we pretty much shut ourselves down for three months in this area. Yeah. And, and then uh, the, uh, the obviously the numbers have gotten better. Now that things are opening up, will they go the other way? I don't know. I mm. guess. So I guess during we'll our shutdown, out. by the way, we were nowhere near as effective as China. Um, we no, because we didn't shut down nearly as well. That's right. I mean, they they literally had apps that would if you got out of line, they'd come get you and tell you to, that's right. You're not where you're supposed. But they didn't to shut be. down as long. You know, they were shut down for ten weeks. We were shut down longer than they were. We should have. Well, we, shut did, down we did a half fast. Yeah. yeah, we did a half fast. That's what I was trying to get to. Thank you, Spike. Yeah, That's there's what we no do, question man. about that, and still doing it that way. And by the way, your son's going to Oklahoma City to do comedy this weekend. I know. He's, gonna, He's I mean, a week late like, to volunteer for the. Is, pr- is he opening for the outdoor rally at <laughs> the Trump thing? <laughs> nice. I mean, it's still, and I'm not criticizing him one bit, but I'm saying some places are doing it different than others. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have comedy back here yet, at least uh, not in any full-blown manner. There's, mm. there's no, uh, no entertainment where you're going to 
gather a lot of people and nothing nothing uh, expectorates you almost don't want to be funny because if you're funny people are going to laugh and they're going to spit all oh, over the place yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. You almost, you almost so it's just hack through a bad just set. Go, just go in Nobody there and makes be a real sound. somber. Nobody, yes. <laughs> right. right. I mean, you never really want to want to go back to Oklahoma City anyway. So, I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it wouldn't matter. But, I mean, but uh, actually, I, like I, I killed City. in there, joke, right? Yeah. yeah. Next week, we'll get the report from him of what it was like. Of course, again, and I find this with so many people, by the way. It's not just you, Joe. Um, you know, Andrew is like, well... He read an article about how safe the air systems on planes are and how they remove more than a facial mask. And he just determined, as by the way, our our agent, our uh, former agent, Paul Anderson, has flown three times in the last week and determined that, okay, people are flying. This is the other thing. Remember when you used to call yourself the lead cow? Do you remember what that, that uh, story? Yep. Remember that story? Well, yeah, I can tell you the story. Is yeah, that, uh, you were the cow that would walk in the field and see if it was safe for the other cows? Yes, because when somebody puts out the feed, uh, when a farmer or whatever puts out the feed, there's always one cow that'll go check and make sure right everything's kosher. Yeah. And then the rest of them will come and follow. Afterwards. And I'm I'm a little lead cowish on some of this. I, I mean, I'm not going out there foolishly, but, but there is, you know, uh, there is – a time and this is really uh, with school and things we can't just sit here and say we're not going to do anything except sit here we have to figure out how to do this do it safely mm. and and get out there and i'm not doing it unsafely i'm washing my hands like there's no tomorrow i mm. wash my hands before i go somewhere i wash my hands before i eat i wash you know and uh, uh but at the same time uh it, we can't just not do and i i got to admit the nice beautiful sunshine i'm looking at right now makes me feel better maybe yeah. it's a false sense of security but i do feel better as it gets hotter and and uh, you know as as things open up a little bit yeah. uh incidentally speaking of that they're determining that the high temperatures are not doing anything to depress the virus that they can tell so far um also lately the numbers of younger people infected are skyrocketing largely because the younger people have believe have been told they have nothing to worry about and like all of us who want some freedom in the summer, young people want freedom in the, and expect freedom in the summer, much more so even than older people, because we've gotten used to be strapping ourselves into a job. So uh, anyway, it's interesting. It's a big, huge experiment. I do think that this pandemic, fortunately, is not as bad as was originally feared. And, uh, and I say that because originally we didn't know. We only had projections. But our projections were based on a certain mortality rate and based on if we did nothing. Now, clearly, we're doing something. Uh, but it's still, I mean, let's put it this way. We're at 120 and we're surging again. We're rapidly approaching a thousand people dying a day again, and there's 365 days in a year. So, what do you think it'll be? Let's not think of the end of the year. That's so far away. 
Let's pick a date in November. What's a good day to pick in November to wonder what the... What they, let's have a pool right now. Like, like the first Tuesday in The first Tuesday in November? What day is that? Great idea. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard people say by the end of September, we're looking at 200,000. Uh, and, you know, that's very possible. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go on a pool on people dying. One One person is too many. But I do. You sound Republican again. That's exactly what the president said. Uh, I the president said that one person dying is too many. Yeah, he said I think one he is said, too many. He said that. I think he said let's test less. So well, he did know, say numbers don't look so bad. So here's think, the thing: the thing to do these days is to say everything. <laughs> <laughs> We've got tape yeah. of him saying it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, think there's some <laughs> fine people on both sides. Uh, so, look, uh, one is too many, of course, but we're way beyond one. And we know there's a certain number that are just going to go. And if you're really heartless, we know that the median age that it sadly takes people doesn't remove that many years from their lives. I'm trying to say that diplomatically and not and not say it uncaringly the way uh, I believe was it Bill O'Reilly or Sean Hannity said it that way or Tucker Carlson, one of those guys. They're near they're one foot in the grave anyway. That was the quote. Could have been the governor of Florida. Uh, could have been any, anybody from that. Could side have been anyone. But but, yeah. the, but the point I'm making is we could all agree, I'll bet, if I put this moral dilemma to you, is that if a bus was coming after your daughter and you could save her by jumping in front of it, you would. Hello, so, Joe. And? Are you there? And what does that and, have to do with anything? <laughs> yeah. Is this before and. the buffet or after the buffet? No, <laughs> but you know what I mean? All parents feel that way, right? Well, actually, I, that's a whole other subject. I have to move my daughter. She's announced that she's moving out. Uh, we're moving. She's moving into a condo next. Moving week, out so. of where? Your house? Out, out of our house. Yeah. I didn't know she's she was still under your roof. Yeah. Well, she she went to college and then she came back and she's been working uh, actually as an educator. Uh, she does the most noble work of anybody I know. Right. She she watches one student that is so at risk that it takes two people full time to watch him. He's eight years old and she does an amazing job, but mm. uh, she's moving closer to her work into a condo. Wow. So, uh, Is that a big so, deal for you, mom? Mom, I mean, do you, I mean, she's fully grown now, right? By the way, uh, Joe, before you go on, my second favorite thing that you do is when stuff gets too heavy, completely change the subject. That's my second well, I have no thing. idea what, what my daughter in front of a bus has to do with it. No, but I mean, wouldn't any about. parent want to save their child before themselves if it, if it came to that? Yes, at least unless your child's a real, real... Not being yuck. behaving well that day. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I mean, I'm yeah. feeding you. These, these are your jokes, dude. You do these jokes really well. But anyway, so I, but the point I'm saying about that is... That when the uh, Spanish flu of 1918 was out there, it was knocking down teenagers and 25-year-olds. And when I say this virus isn't as bad as we thought it would be, what I mean is it could be a lot worse. It could be like SARS with a 40% death toll. It could be one of those things that kills people of all ages. I mean, 
I, you know, I'm of the age where, you know, we're doing our estate planning and everything, and you look at life as uh, honestly and, you know, um, humbly as you can about how long it is, and you want what's best for your kids. And so, um, in some ways, I feel a little blessed that this pandemic is not the grim reaper for all of our population that it was feared it might be. It's still terrible, and yes, every person who passes away is a, tr- is a terrible thing, uh, especially if it's you uh, or me. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, it's, you know, then the other thing to look at is what do we change about our civilization so we're better prepared when the real one comes along? Or is anybody talking about that yet? I'm talking about it every day. Yeah. I, I mean, not just the real one, but everything's going to change. It's it's just like after 9-11, how many things changed and will never go back. Things are mm-hmm. going to change and never go back. That's why we have to learn to live in this kind of brave new world. Mm-hmm. We have to learn how to be sterile and still be around each other. We have to learn how to get some kids back in a classroom without everybody getting sick. We have to learn how to go out and have a pancake at, uh, at a restaurant and go to church and, and all these other things because we can't what kind of serve you're going to have there, yes. Joe? Just, you know, so I'm going to have Bob. How much of that is legislation? Like, will there be a pancake act of 2021 to ensure safe pancake delivery like what what do we how do we actually do those things i'm not counting on the government for a bit of it because they're not doing it dang thing Mm. the people who are figuring this out are the people on the literally on the ground level is it every man for himself including the small businesses that have to protect their customers and their livelihood somehow well, if you want to look for people who are looking for small businesses, look for a group called All In Wa. In fact, if you want to see something amazing, uh, turn on your television or your computer in two days, and these are the people figuring it out. Uh, and these are people, by the way, are people you've heard of, people like Pearl Jam and Russell Wilson and Ken mm. Griffey Jr. and, uh, uh, you know, Brandy Carlisle. Bill, Bill Gates is in there somewhere, right? Oh, yeah, Yeah. Bill Gates and and all these people. I don't know if Bill is speaking at this, but he's part of it. And and All In Wah is a bunch of really, like I said, smarter people than me that are putting a lot of money and a lot of time into trying to figure out how we're going to function as a society way beyond this. And one of the basic things is getting everybody covered up, getting everybody covered up with a mask and even better. Turns out the Muslims had it right. Well, yeah, I mean, in, in that sense, the, uh, so uh, I'm glad to so, see Bill chipping in. Chipping by the way, I'm watching that. I'm, I'm binge watching a show about a Muslim 20 something. Did I tell you about this yet? No, it's on Hulu and it, it was recommended by Bob Lefsetz, who's a very, very well-known critic. And he said, this show is really meaningful and you'll actually understand more about Muslim culture, Muslim or Muslim, however you want to say it, culture than you ever did before. That might be the first thing to figure out is how to pronounce it correctly. Well, you know, Pedro, <laughs> you know. Pedro. Yes, I know. I mean, look, we all have, as Joe says, we each have our accents. So sometimes I feel like when I'm trying to pronounce it correctly, yeah, I'm denying my Americanness. Um, but, but as long as what's in your heart is kind, there you go. There you go. I, I, I don't think that that that's a huge, anyway, so this guy, it's called Rami or, and I believe they say it, Rami, 
R-A-M-Y. And it's about this kid. He's in his, I think, mid to late 20s. He's old enough that they're starting to say, when are you going to get married, his parents? And they're uh, immigrants from Egypt. And, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a completely edgy, unabashed discovery of what it's like to be a Muslim in America, but also a Muslim trying to figure out what your own heritage is if you were raised in the United States. And his family, his dad is the Muslim Archie Bunker. If you can imagine <laughs> such a thing. <laughs> he, he sits in his comfortable living room chair. <laughs> that's, that's good. See, that's we all got something in common. Oh, yeah. And he has his view of things that's very conservative and obviously not, you know, not well-rounded with lots of personal relationships beyond his echo chamber. But, uh, but they, it, it, it's really amazing. So I, I highly, if you want to binge watch something, here's how you do it. Do you guys subscribe to Hulu? Oh yeah. You do? I used well, to. I, I don't think to. I have it. Yeah. I, now that I'm back on cable, I don't think I have Hulu. Okay. Is that the only place to get it? Well, it, the way to get it is to sign up for a free trial for 30 days. And then binge watch all three seasons. And then cancel. That's very American. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just canceled on them a while ago. So, okay. Um, yeah. They'll, they'll welcome you back for 33 days. Oh, yeah. But anyway, it's just, I'm sorry. That's, a, that's an aside. What's it called? It's called Ramy, R-A-M-Y. But I think the correct pronunciation is Rami. Well, I've got more time now to watch yeah. stuff for coming up. So I watched the best two shows I've watched in months. Mm. I watched two shows over the weekend, and they were without a doubt the most What'd entertaining television I've seen. Well, first I saw uh, Trump's Tulsa uh, rally. Did you enjoy was, that? You guys oh, must I have did. loved it. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, no, this guy is great. I mean, he's not, a, I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a great president, but he is a great entertainer. Yeah. I mean, that's the best life tv we had had in a long time i mean he is a really there were so many laugh out loud moments mm. i mean it's you know did he, you like he, the kung flu oh well i didn't like it but i laughed because of how idiot it was i mean when he starts talking about i'll have seattle cleaned up in less than an hour i mean these are yeah. these are yeah. these are great moments when and health care was going to be fixed here. on day one as i recall yeah, i can't believe were, you're taking the republican side and now i'm being you well, I'm not being a Republican or Democrat. I'm just saying I'm desperate for some good TV, and it was compelling Very and entertaining. Compelling reality television Especially, is what he does. Yes. Yes, and if In you went sleep. back, if you went back and forth and watched the Fox version and the MSNBC version, it was really compelling because Fox is they're packing them in, and, and they had the camera only focused on the lower. Yeah, part of the they ring. backed off of that. When, yeah, uh, when and then MSNBC is uh, you know there's nobody here, and all you saw were three people sitting up top trump quickly and, tried to rehire sean spicer to do the press conference the next day <laughs> yeah blue seats matter yeah i saw that well, yeah well they call it the uh, empties emptiesburg address the emptiesburg yeah. address was a lot of fun yeah <laughs> and, and fox did find uh i think there were 6200 people and 6195 were white but there were five black guys there and fox found them they found and all they five were, of them yeah oh they were zeroing in on them yeah. i mean it was it was it was fun but that was only the second best show i saw you must be very week. confident if you're starting to enjoy these things 
I'm not feeling. I'm not really feeling very political either way, to be honest with you. That's but good. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I am confident that the world is changing and i think it's changing for the better and beyond this election no matter what happens uh, i'm seeing so many things happening that i would say are positive once again it's like covid19 you're just not going to be going back to the old way you're mm. you're gonna you're gonna there's a new normal now i just uploaded a bunch of new music for our station and i wish I'll they would come one, up with a new phrase instead of new normal because that phrase ironically is overused and hackneyed is, and it's, it's old. an old it's yeah. old okay yeah. well there's there's a new that's like we're going to take it to the next level right that is a that is a good point well i will tell you as far as uh the way the world's going we're we're starting to have real conversations some great music is coming out of this mm. i uploaded a lot of new music for my station today and beyonce has a great new song black wow. parade keenan bryant i mean kane brown there's a country guy and i i listen to this song and i go oh i don't know if i can play that it's it's all about black people and white people getting along and i said you know it's pretty good but coming from a like this kind of redneck country guy so i look him up and he's black and cherokee indian and he's talking about you know we can't just see it as black and white we got to see it as everybody and it's a a great tune aaron jones now has a big record deal and he got it he's got a new record does aaron get signed to a major label yeah uh, what is it john vervardos or whatever the one the uh uh it's one of the top uh, ones it's the guy that's also does the fashion model it's the okay. same one that lucas and willie and all those guys use oh, very nice but he had a new record come out friday there's going to be a lot of good music and there's going to be a lot of a lot of talk about uh things we're not going back from here on so i'm not too concerned about what happens uh the first Tuesday in November, I got a pretty good idea of what I think what will happen, but I I don't think we can get into predicting like you said. Who knows what's going to happen next between month? Between now and then, yeah. I I was going to say if anyone's feeling like it's decided, but so much can happen between now and then, you know. Yeah, and I would still genuinely not be one bit surprised if there the two candidates everybody assumes will be uh the ones there might not be there a lot can happen i think one of them might but, quit well they, you know if they keep eating at hooters and having you know going <laughs> oh, around or die i'm not saying yeah. depressing but uh, well i'm not saying it could be either one they're both senior citizens yeah, you they're, pointed they're out both, very clearly they've they're both if you average the two of them together and you look at the actuarial table they're sitting in the bullseye and, and for this for this pandemic now i do think president trump is playing with a little more fire than me i mean he he eight people now of his staff have tested positive yeah. from that rally in well Tulsa. they but they signed a waiver so he's good they signed a waiver <laughs> but two of them are his secret service agents yes that are, well that's their job know. is to take is to take a virus for him yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so now he's going to do an encore way, all i've been air- thinking about all week is i just want to tell jokes i don't even care right. anymore and joe i'm right. so glad to see that you're relaxing about all of this stuff too oh right? yeah i am yeah. well i would have t- i got 10 things to talk about that have nothing to do with this virus but but if you want to talk about that, i did the- see your list and let's let's bang through some of them because we are already up at an hour and by the way, well, I would talk for many hours, but my wife doesn't seem to like the idea of me staying up all night with you guys. Well, let me give you yeah. this one real quick, okay. because it is my wife, and this just happened. Uh, this is the immediate health issue I've got going here. You've got a health issue. Yes. Uh, but it's yeah, not the uh, coronavirus. 
No, but it's that a, it's should have been gam- the tease at the beginning of the show. Remember, we used to do really good teases. Well, I don't know. Sick of something, but coming it's up not tonight, to I have a health issue. <laughs> I put it at the top of the page. Yes, I saw it. Yeah, uh, so, uh, so anyway, uh, I have killed another fridge. The the uh, the fridge that uh, we've had in our garage that has been so faithful for so many years conked out. Apparently, you know that a fridge doesn't have a soul. Or well, it's I know, but it's if if any appliance did, it would be a fridge. Okay. But but uh, the it must have happened like Friday or Saturday. But Kelly, I'm at work today, and she goes, "We got a big problem." And I said, "What?" She goes, "The other fridge died." And I said, "Oh, okay. Well, that is a bummer." And she says, "And all the meats thawed because this is where we keep our stockpile and we were pretty well stocked because you know you never knew what was going to happen in the pandemic i don't know of anyone else that refers to their fridge as their stockpile well i've got yeah. racks of ribs i've got salmon that i caught really good fresh coho mm-hmm. from the quinault river so she is like well this stuff is room temperature and it might have been that way for a day and I, i'm gonna throw it all away and i said wait a minute i said but she's right you can eat what you can within 24 hours and then it's bacteria farming and you got to throw it away well that's what she says yeah. but but the first of all it, we she don't works even know in healthcare too right just reminding yeah, you she does okay. but but the thing is <laughs> this is all sealed up and i haven't even opened it and smelled it yet and she's already telling me that she's going to throw away like five racks of ribs and two salmon uh without even like opening it up and i'm thinking you know it's there's got to be you know, if it smells okay, and, and I'm t- I am I'm going to cook it tomorrow, but I don't see that you just throw food away. Yeah. Back in the day, I mean, how long did a, a rack of ribs hang out for? You know, without and once you put before it in a science smoker, got involved. Well, um, well the, the, first off, the uh, median um, <laughs> mortality age was what? It, what is it in Africa? <laughs> yeah. Before we discovered bacteria, is that what you want to go back to? The good old days when America was really yeah. great. But when you can, when you can like salt it down and and, and cook it, you know, real That's good right. and get it hot, I think that would kill anything. I think you would know. The meat is bad. Your... Let's just get it hot enough so it won't kill us. <laughs> no, no. I I think you would know from your nose. And and she swears yeah. because she Googled it. She said it says that if anything's been sitting more than two hours, you should throw it out at yeah. room temperature. And she's going by Google. I'm going by. I know when food's good. And she's when going it's by. Not. Excuse me. As we used to say when I was teaching Green River, she's going by Professor Google. Right. When and a student going, would ask me something I didn't know the answer, I said you should ask Professor Google. It became a running gag. Yeah, and and I know she's a healthcare professional, but I'm a, I'm a barbecue professional, or at least uh, uh, pretty accomplished. <laughs> and and I I think I would know what a bad rack of ribs is. I mean, I've I they look fine now. I have not opened them yet. I'm gonna you know because they're sealed up, they're airtight, they were all sealed for for, for freezing. And I think they would probably, as long as they don't like just smell or, or change color, I think, you know, they So the okay. United States uh, Department of Agriculture disagrees with you. The USDA says your refrigerator will keep food safe for up to four hours during a power outage. Uh, after a power outage, never taste food to try and determine its safety. When in doubt, throw it out. 
Anything after four hours, meat, poultry, fish, eggs, leftovers, throw it out. See, that's what she said. Yeah. Or that's Anything what she that read. gets above 40 degrees Fahrenheit, if you want to be really scientific and specific, for more than two hours. So did the stuff in the in the freezer thaw, or was it still a brick? No, it thawed. It, it thawed, and it Do got Do you think up. it was thawed for more than 120 minutes? Oh, yeah, it was probably thawed for so a day or so. I'm just going to spare you all of these, so. but it all says discard, and then it says... Meat, poultry, fish, seafood, tuna, shrimp, egg salad, gravy, stuffing, uh, hot dogs, bacon, sausage, dried beef, pizza, canned hands, canned meats, casseroles, soups, stews, cheeses. In other words, everything. Got to throw it out. Let me Joe. let me weigh in here. Let me weigh in here about my my I friend. I would ra- Joe. I would rather oh, have oh. you go to the presidential um <laughs> if we could go back in time and we could get you're the, safer to bark bark out loud in tulsa than you're to eat what's in, in your tulsa, freezer, we get you said. on the way back machine and the delorean on back to the future i would well, rather i think, have I think joe there. knows i yeah. think joe knows a few things about food and i think that you can cook food that has been uh, beyond its safe time according to the cdc or the, whoever it is that was the you know what? epa or whatever other three-digit uh, organization that's being nullified under the trump administration but i also think can, joe's, can made, of sterner st- oh, joe's made of sterner stuff <laughs> and i'm the, and i'm the same <laughs> yeah. way uh-huh. i can eat things that i can eat things that would that would kill my wife and daughter mm. and i know joe's the same way all right now now by the way we're uh, we're still on the same theme we started with in America, everybody makes their own science. <laughs> and, and she's like, well, I'm not eating any of it. I said, well, I'm not asking you to, but I can't see throwing away like two pigs worth of ribs. A pig died for that, by the way, you know. Yeah, that's and true. I caught, well, let's I, not have I, another I caught, one, by the way. <laughs> I caught, I caught that fish. Isn't <laughs> I looked at that fish. This is so not he a fish will have died in shore. vain if he does yes. not go through your colon. Is that what you think the family is grieving about? Yes. Well, it's a waste. I mean, to I ended a fish's life, and I didn't end his life to throw him in the garbage can. No, I mean, you that, met you had the best of intentions. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'll. Be, I mean, if I open this and it smells like bad fish, I know what bad fish smells like. Yeah, he you does. Know? Yeah, you know I, I what think, bacteria smells like that can kill you. Well, no, but but I'm, you know, with all the bacteria floating around in this world, a little salmonella on the side isn't going to get too bad or whatever it is. I mean, I, I don't want that, but I. Uh, hold what's on, safer? Uh, I would like everyone who signed up for our podcast and is a Patreon sponsor. Could you please go to our Patreon page? We're going to put a, a a hold harmless there. So if you take any advice you hear on the show and you get sick and die, that you can't sue us. We should have one well, of those, too, just like Trump yeah. tonight. Well, I'm speaking of Patreon, and this is why I know. I know food, and uh, one of our newest patrons says, uh, I would love to hear the interview where the gang and Joe's mama interviewed Paula Dean. It's a favorite of mine. See, I've been watching people cook and, and for a long time. My mom is somewhat of a expert. And people in the South, I've been watching people cook, and I know how to cook ribs, and I know what will happen if you don't sweat them. Right. First thing I'll do is I'll take those ribs out, and I'll sweat them for a when day. When are you going to eat them? You can't refreeze uh, them. Let's just get right down to it. 
I'm well. I'm gonna. I'm not. Don't have time today. But tomorrow, Joe's morning, guide I'm, to eating bad food. Welcome to the I'm, show. I'm going to assess the situation tomorrow. Yeah. And since they have been thawed, I won't go through the whole process. But with the ribs, I'll rub them down with salt and sweat them real good. Mm-hmm. Then I'll marinate them in some vinegar, and then I will uh, put them in the smoker and see how they come out. With the salmon, I will probably plank it uh, pretty immediately and and uh, go ahead and cook it all up, plank it on the grill, and then I will uh, make some salmon dip out of uh, whatever I can't eat with some horseradish I, and some I, I, cream I, All cheese. I wanted was when are you going to eat it? How many hours? From I'm going to start, well, tomorrow. I'm going to start, start cooking and I'll be eating. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay thawed for an extra day. After the bacteria started growing, but you're going to kill all the bacteria. Well, the the heat will kill the bacteria. I right, think. but you're but you're in charge of the heat, so you're killing yeah. the bacteria, just like so, you killed the fish. So yeah, so yeah. I don't think we will have enough results by the next podcast uh, to know if I'm sick or not. But no. certainly by next week, you will have a good idea. All right. I would ask you not to wait that extra day, Joe. <laughs> If you're going to do this, do I, I back your play here, but do it yeah. tonight. Right. I mean, sweat the ribs tonight. Rub them down tonight, you know? But this 24 yeah. hours might be that window of safety you're going to let get away. Yeah, and actually, you you got a point there. I may, I may do that tonight. All right. We're out of time. I figured we'd end with blinded <laughs> me with science. Killing Joe with salmon. <laughs> oh, I love this Salmon. Song. Salmon. Salmon. <laughs> It's boiling in his freezer. Yeah. All right, Joe. Good one. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. I, I, uh, you, I do have a segment pulled uh, for this week. Um, I got to meet uh, a comedian who we introduced to the show way back in 2009. And um, she has a special out, Maria Bamford. You remember her, Joe? Yes, I do. She has a special out on uh, Amazon Prime now. And the show is called Weakness is the Brand. And if you recall, she's just really upfront and honest about all her stuff, her ADD, her, you know, medicines that she's on. She has a little tremor. She's, um, but she's just incredibly uh, physical and lively and has a wonderful smile. She's married now, by the way. She wasn't married uh, when we interviewed her. Um, Maria Bamford, Weakness is the Brand. Uh, it's better. It's her better than ever. Uh, check it out on Amazon uh, Prime, and then you can listen to her classic cut at the end of this podcast. Awesome. And we should thank quickly our newest uh, Patreons, Joe Mira, Scott Adams, Gary Lindell, and Roger Crones have all jumped in since the last time we spoke. Thank you all. It's really nice. We're each going to be able to eat out and catch COVID-19 somewhere, thanks to you. (laughs) I'm coming to Joe's house for sweaty ribs. Yeah. All right, you guys. Bob, Spike, and Joe. Everywhere you go. You can't escape the trio. Coming on with Brio. You'll love everything they do. They'll be sure to
something growing in the fridge today I don't know what it is It's bringing tears to my eyes There's an old milk carton with a picture of A missing Lindbergh kid It's been there quite a while I'm cleaning out the fridge Growing in the fridge today The light bulbs on the fritz Something's drawing flies If you can tell it's meatloaf By the color of its skin And Mister, you're a braver man than I has been married to John Travolta. She's made out with John Cryer. Okay, so both of those things only happened in the movies, but in real life, this stellar comedian shares her home with Bert and Blossom. Bert and Blossom are her pet pugs. They are her true love. You've seen her on Conan, Comedy Central, and you've heard her unique voice in lots of animated films. No kidding, including, uh, let's see, Stuart Little... Barnyard. Barnyard. This weekend, you can see Maria at Laughs Comedy Spot in Kirkland. What a treat it will be. To get tickets for one of her shows, go to laughscomedy.com. Maria Bamford, welcome to the Bob River Show. Thank you so much for having me, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. I'm in radio radio mode. Um, thank you so much. I, and um, uh, it's exciting to be here. I'm so, thank you for playing my favorite tune. Um, you like Eminem? Oh, yeah. You know, but, I mean, we basically had the same... You know, growing up situation, you know, yeah. eight mile, small town in Minnesota, you know, <laughs> I get it, I get it, upper middle class, 
living in a four bedroom house, Tough. you know, trailer. Yeah. No, we're basically the same. <laughs> we're the same as you. I put this on, you know, it's like my anthem before I go shopping. Pick up a lot of needed items. Um, needed, yeah. needed items like 42 inch plasma TVs and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Designer shoes and handbags. Get my shop on. <laughs> Lose yourself in Louis Vuitton. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our first time meeting you. Yes. Oh yes. Nice you are charming, and, I, and it, you have that interesting voice. Now, did you uh, have you always spoken like that, and did people just automatically in Minnesota say uh, go to go to do cartoons, yeah. do stuff like that, or? Well, physicist said, stop talking like a baby, baby. And uh, then my sister has the same voice, and she is a pathologist. She cuts up the dead into chunks. So, okay, it wasn't automatic that you would yeah, go into cartoons. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there were other options out there. I could have uh, gone to the dark side of medical school and uh, uh, high income. But, um, yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, I just uh, started doing it. I like doing different voices. I only do about five, really. You do five voices, yeah, Tony. Yeah, let's be honest. Uh, this one. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I tried to, I do a little bit about radio. Have you say I heard a love songs on the coast with Delilah? Where are you calling from tonight? Where are your requests and dedications? What's your name? Where are you calling from tonight? Hi, Amy, calling in from Tustin, Arizona. What's going on with you tonight, Amy? So you and Matt broke up. That's hard. What do you want to say? What do you want to say to Matt tonight? We'll play that for you. That's Penny Lover by Lionel Richie. Wow, you, that's a great Delilah. You are her, actually. Yeah, 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 she yeah, doesn't yeah. really exist. Yeah. She, you just call that in and yeah, tape no, it in for no, Clear Channel. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good show. You like I, it, actually? Oh, is that? Are you a fan? Well. She's Delilah is from here, isn't yeah, she? From yeah. Seattle. Does it from I was here. worried about the mental illness that's going on behind the, you know, the people the callers, that are yeah, yeah. something's going wrong. But then, and then love songs are so bad for you. They should have little safety disclaimers after each verse, you know. I would cross an ocean for you if that ocean led to a nuclear speaking country, because at this point in my life it'd be really difficult to learn a second language fluently, <laughs> not to mention the anti American sentiment, we'd have to talk about it. Baby, I would die for you if I were already dying and you just needed my giblets. <laughs> I would do anything for love except a work-related event over five hours in length because that's ridiculous. I don't know those people. I'm an introvert. i got to go home and stare at a page-a-day Ziggy calendar and calm down. I'm fine. I'll take a cab home. I'm fine. Uh, so that's, uh, yeah. Is it tough know. to find your meds when you're touring? Do you just take oh, a lot well, with you? I do. I, I do take meds, microphone. actually. I'm on, uh, I'm on a number of meds. I have a... Uh, Oh, that's nice. That's better, yeah. That well, that mic was, the thing was falling <laughs> off the mic. freaking me out. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I actually, I was, I have a bit of depression. I've never really thought of myself as depressed as much as paralyzed by hope. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, now, you did just break up with somebody. Is that I why did. It didn't work out, but, 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 you know. Um, I, I don't blame, you know. I hate when people blame people. Like, what happened? What did he do? Oh, didn't work out, but, 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 No, you can tell me what happened. I don't know. He started hitting me, yeah, with really soft stuff like po- cosmetic wedges and cotton balls from the back. Like I feel that. <laughs> oh, no, but um, is that you know? I mean, do you guys have relationships? You we are all happily married. Oh actually. my gosh, yeah. that's lovely. Yeah. The three of us together, each other. Yeah, so that's yeah. beautiful. It has been one. the first triple game. And game illegal. After. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Groundbreakers. It's, it's, it's gaygamy, I believe they call it. <laughs> oh, so you know, like if somebody gets to know you, then they find out what's wrong with you, and they try to fix you with their love. Like I, I had a boyfriend, and he 
Yeah, you know, I'm not the healthiest eater. Sometimes for breakfast, like a mug of chalk chip ice cream, some chalk chips up top. Sweet power, Serge. Get the little lady started. <laughs> and uh, my boyfriend at the time said, hey, why don't you try something healthier, like a piece of whole wheat toast with a banana spread on an actual banana, banoon, peeled, spread upon it. Because uh, that guy said, yeah, no, I can't do that because I'm not a liar because that is not good. That is not delicious at all. Uh, you can't change people. You know, you can't change me. I'm a gypsy. You're trying to fix your food. You know, yeah. I'm a sea cow. Yeah, I know the motorboats are going to hit me. This is where I freaking swim. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, uh, but you I, can't I, change a sea cow. No yeah, you can. Design. Yeah, How you many can. Times you cut she, open with a propeller? She's meant yeah. to be there. Yeah, yeah, she's going to stick around. Perhaps you should stop slicing through yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a motorboat. Um, but yeah, so this but, is extremely intellectual stuff. That you're you're quite deep. I am. Uh, I've been thinking about having kids. I got the names picked out. They're going to be Donut and the Golden Hen. I know what you're saying. <laughs> How do you know they're going to be girls? <laughs> uh, but a mother knows. A mother knows. Yeah. No, do you guys have kids? Uh, two girls. Oh, they're so frightened. Wish I had thought of those names ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Golden really Hen. The Golden Hen. Yeah. yeah. Joe, I've got a girl and a pug who is oh, like a kid, as you know, because you oh, have two pugs. Yeah, yeah. Quick impersonation of my pugs. <laughs> Must be related to mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what pugs sound like. What now. do you do with your pugs when you're on the road? Because man, pugs want their people. I, mean, I know they're needy, and that's what I like about them. They are. And uh, they need. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I put them. My friend has a couple pugs, so they live in a pug palace. And they, they go to camp and learn about basketball and. And crap. <laughs> Nothing and, like um, a one foot dog yeah. about basketball. You've never seen a pug shoot the lane. Yeah. Slam dunk. It it's it's probably some emotion. So, yeah. But you love, and you have, why two? Like Joe has one. Two. Uh, some people need a pair of dogs. I always wondered about those kinds of people. Well, I bought one and uh, from a disreputable breeder in Costa Mesa, California for a dollar. And um, and I thought she she was kind of older. They told me she was one year old, and I got to the vet. The vet said she's eight years old if she's a day, oh. and uh, she stinks. And uh, she's about eight years old. So then she me a pal, and we got Bert. And that's so important. Uh, I've heard you know on on the West Coast it seems like is it a rescue? Is your dog a rescue? Good. Yeah, we got our chow off oh, the that, open is water. Is that cool? Is that like being an environmentalist? Is to make sure your dog is a rescue? <laughs> what, was that, what was that? What was that? Uh, oh, what did I miss? Uh, 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 off the open water, Coast Guard picked him up. <laughs> and uh, we uh, actually just took in a family of guinea pigs. We talked them down one by one off the Golden Gate. <laughs> Amazing story. They want to live now. They want to live. Um, my, um, no, but, but uh, yeah, I went to, I, did you, have you ever gone to a rescue organization? Yeah. Those people are crazy. Yeah, it's so intense. Like, I had to sit through an eight-hour orientation at my Petco telling me all the way pugs can die. You hear, you know, you know. They do that. They give oh, you that yeah, stuff. just like. There's uh, things that are bad for pugs. Things that are bad for pugs. Like, oh, yeah. chocolate is bad for all dogs. Yeah, what's yeah, bad just bad, for pugs? Yeah. Think this is funny? Why don't you leave uh, Buttercup and Violet on a tent in your backyard, and you're going to find them belly up and bloated in the corner of your koi pond because pugs love the water, but they cannot swim. <laughs> and they run straight for the water. Yeah, yeah. They yep. love to run for yeah. the water. They yeah. don't realize that they, 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 they're the one dog that really has the trouble. Think they're enjoying the sun out there? Oh, they're enjoying it. They will lay out there till their brains boil. These are not smart animals. <laughs> they don't have any noses to process the heat. They're, they, can't, they, they can't sweat. They yeah. can only pant. It's a shame you're married. This is your soulmate, right? Like uh, they told me, uh, they she had, they have to wear this harness all the time because uh, you know I cannot tell you how many times I found the limp, lifeless body of a Yoda or a Doctor Waffle hanging off the adjustment up lever of a Lazy Boy. 
<gasps> like that they get themselves hung up on a lazy boy. If they're wearing just a regular collar, collar. yeah, oh, the pug harness is, is sad. Much oh. Are they in the autoerotic asphyxiation? Is that what pugs do? And they've got the little paws. They can't really service themselves, so they got to use the collar thing on the chair. What is what's going on? I don't know. Some of the, oh. some pugs are from Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> they enjoy things. Uh, Why are you not so open-minded? <laughs> Speaking of open-minded, uh, tell me a little more about you. Are you uh, really? You want to know more? <laughs> I want to know more. I want to dig in deeper. You're brave. Pedro tells me you have no religion. I know. Well, I know. I believe in God. I just believe God is a thirteen-story tall wizard who lives in a dark mountain and never lets me win. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I can't wait till the atheists get it together and start some sort of TV network up against the Christ. And so many friends calling ask, "How do I testify to those I love about my lack of faith?" I had a good friend finally. He, he lost his home, his job, his family. He said, "Okay, I get it. There is no God." And I said, "Welcome home." <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm trying to, I don't know, I try to believe, pray to something, I guess, I don't know. Uh, every time I pray, though, I feel like I'm just doing a really bad ventriloquist act. Like, so God, yes! How am I doing in life? Am I doing okay? Yes! Well, good, because sometimes I feel scared, fear the wrath of God and all that. Fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to the darks. Okay, that's not God, that's from Return of the... Jedi or Empire Strikes Back. Empire yeah, Strikes right. Back. <laughs> and, and I could see your, I could see your teeth yeah, barely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all the voices are you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do my my family a little bit. You know, I like to do my family. Uh, my mom. Um, she says. Uh, she says. You know, honey, when you don't wear makeup, you look mentally ill. Uh, so now when I go home, I wear thick green eyeshadow and a line of lipstick around my lips, huh? Baby, look pretty now, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, look pretty now. Um, but they're, they're very proud of me. They're um, <laughs> now, in addition to cartoon voices, you yes. said five. Yes. You understand <laughs> other languages besides English? Or oh, are you trying well, I'm to trying to learn. I went to one of those meet-up groups, you know, where you learn at a coffee shop. But the turtle, everybody... Nobody else there is fluent in the language, so you end up speaking sort of like a pretend Spanish, like you know. I was like, oh my god, I'm really good at pretend languages. Like I've learned some pretend Chinese. I'm almost. You went to pretend language. Yeah, pretend language, pretend, pretend tiger. I'm pretty much a native speaker and pretend tiger. Great. Can I tell? Can I? <laughs> uh, my neighbor came over and he said, "Well, he said, I hope you don't mind living next to a Mexican because we leave stuff on our lawn." I said, "I hope you don't mind living next to a white lady because I'm going to steal that stuff." <laughs> Manifest destiny. It's kind of already mine. <laughs> oh, but his uh, kid came over and he said, uh, "I don't. I don't know if you understand this. It's a joke in Spanish. It's translated for Spanish, so I don't know if you get it. But okay, so this guy is riding a bus in Mexico City and." This woman's um she's standing above him and she's like got her armpit, you know, like hanging there and she hasn't shaved her armpit and he's like staring into her armpit, right? And um she says, Oh, stop doing this, stop staring at my armpit and and he says, Oh, I'm so sorry, I was just wondering how you got your leg up that high. I don't know if you get the joke because it's translated from Sp- 
Oh, sí, yo comprendo. Gracias, es universal. Gracias, mi amor. Gracias. Uh, that's a bit of a right. saucy now, Sorry. Uh, Is that inappropriate for... No, are we clear channel? What's happening? No, we're, we're not. Fine. No, we're fine. Okay. We're fuzzy fine. channel. Yeah. So, uh, so you... Uh, when we were speaking during the break... And by the way, she talks the same way at all times, by the yeah, way, so yeah. far. Do you have yeah. a... Do you have a a non-show business? No, no, this is this is, this it. is it. I yeah, I know. I, I always was confused by it. people go, "Oh, well, you know, is this your real voice?" Like you, yeah. People say that after the show. Is that your real voice? Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it. Well, I mean, sometimes it gets a little higher if I get nervous. <laughs> I knew it. You're tricking us with your mind. Take it to the limit. Like, I don't know why. Why would I trick? You know, like why would I do that? That would be so cool. cool. Well, like when you meet Bobcat Goldthwait or oh or right, the guys that's here. true. Yeah, Bobcat yeah. Bobcat totally loses. Yeah, the whole, the, okay, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. well, that's you've very met good him. Point. Yeah. I've just learned that after twenty years of doing stand up. That's okay. a very good point. <laughs> so your family is in Minnesota still. Yes, that's yes. where you were raised. Yes. But you have you have you moved out fifteen years ago yes. to Los Angeles. Yes. I mean, we were trying to talk Minnesota baseball with you, and you yeah, weren't really I even following the playoff. I game. ride the bench uh, in terms of sports. I don't really know what's going on. I, I support it, and uh, I order the there. food. I, I get a Dodger dog uh, when they're available. Um, but, I'm sorry. But if you go back to Minnesota, of course, people will be all excited about that right now. Are you uh, are you planning to visit your family? You yet? don't know about the twins? You didn't know about it? Why don't you know about it? Don't you miss your hometown with cinnamon rolls the size of your head? <laughs> yeah, you put your head up on the counter and they get you cinnamon rolls the same size. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know about that. But my parents, are, they, I, I go and visit them, they're coming out to visit. We're playing a new game, uh, me and my mom. It's called Joy Whack-A-Mole. What happens is that you bring up something you're happy about, and the other person slams it down before you never feel Joy Whack-A-Mole. We played that in my family. Good about it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. My sister's pretty good at it. I was like, sister, you know, Sarah, I met, I met somebody I'm in love. She's like, oh, she, that's great. She met, you know, projected a fantasy you met on some bisexual stranger you met on PetFinder.uk. I'm just saying, you like him gay and out of town. Gay and out of town. No, he sounds great. What's, what's his name, Rupert? Um, no, but my uh, my mom is very good at that. Uh, I told her, my, my Amy, Mom, Amy, my friend had her baby. Oh, that's great news, honey. I mean, it's not the greatest news for the 600,000 kids in foster care, but if she wants a fresh one, oh, jeez, everybody wants one that looks like them. Oh, selfish. Mom, I'm doing a show tonight. Oh, sweetie, I have a joke for you. Yeah, a friend of mine, Quinn, she is just a hoot. She she was actually in foster care. She was airlifted out of the Sudan in the late 90s. She had been belayed by the Janjaweed, the horseback militia. Anywho, she'd love to do stand-up, but she can't stand up. <laughs> and she, uh, anywho, the priest comes in. She's in a hospice situation. It's really just a matter of time. So funny, this lady. And she <laughs> says, she, he says, would you like us to light a candle for you in the chapel? And she says, sassy as you please, teletyping through her eyelids. Well, how many candles you got? Because so many horrible things have happened to her and keep happening. Sweetie, have a good show. What you do is so important. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I am just, I am just in awe. Oh, thank you. Uh, is, is your mom love, like love you and see you on phone? Oh, and all of she that stuff? loves yeah. me. Did yeah, she, she like it when you were in the movies with John Travolta? Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she loves show business. She's real, real excited about it. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, she's, she, she would love to, um, uh, she'd love to be in show business. She wants to help is what she wants to do. Um, Sounds like she's oh, got some yeah. great material. Yeah.
Yeah, I'm gonna keep bribing, keep fighting. Don't believe. I don't got all words yet, but it's I'm, I'm pretty good at this uh, rap. Everything you ever wanted. Maria Bamford. I at Garrett. last comedy spot. At last Kirkland, comedy Washington. Yes. She's almost 40, and she's going to make it via Washington. <laughs> Maria. Oh, Thank you so much. Come again. Thank you. Fair Thank enough. you so much. The Bob Rivers Show. Bob, Spike, and Joe. 102.5 KZOK. The classic rock station.